Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 In Conversation podcast, episode 117. Uh, my special guest on this episode is Dustin. Uh, he is the bass player from August Burns Red. Uh, they dropped a new album a couple of weeks ago uh, called Guardians, and uh, I was lucky enough to chat to him. And uh, this is said chat. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it. We do uh, uh, cover uh, a lot um, over this uh, over this conversation, uh, including uh, their beer uh, that they've been releasing and um, obviously the album and stuff like that. This was chatting about the album um, before it came out, in fact. So, um, But I've been actually fortunate to hear it in its entirety. And my goodness, it is a heck of an album. So do go check that out right now and then come back to this conversation afterwards or listen to this first and then go listen to their album. It's called Guardians. It is out now um, and it is on all outlets right now. Um, so yeah, uh, just wondering uh, how you guys are doing. Um, if you want to get in touch, I am on the socials at DJ Force X on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. So do drop me a message. Um and let me know if you're enjoying the shows and stuff like that or if you're listening to the bands i really want to know if you're listening to the bands that is one of the main things i want to get out of any kind of communication that um i have with you guys um would just be if you're checking out these bands um because i am featuring obviously larger bands like august burns red enter shikari lamb of god sepultura um and a whole host of others but i'm also you know the up-and-coming bands as well so um we've got things like sydney's fate um gold frankincense and myrrh uh shattered skies uh cold bones all those sort of like groups as well they're up and coming and um yeah i just want to know if you've been listening and digging it really because uh, every band that i have on this show um i do listen to their music and um and it and it obviously it, it tickles me the right way if you will so um yeah i'm enjoying the music that they're putting out so uh it's all good so yeah thank you for listening and um without further ado i am gonna pass you over to dustin from august burns red enjoy Welcome to the show, Dustin of August Burns Red. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Yeah, I'm. I'm good, thank you. I'm good. The weather's a bit awesome. It's turning, but it's it's all right. <laughs> Despite... <laughs> yeah, same here. It's very windy, but it's very sunny at the same time. So you look outside and you're like, I want to go outside. You take yeah. one step outside and you get hit by 30 mile per hour winds, and you go, I'm going to go back inside. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's turning so... here. It's been it's been like a really nice spring like couple of weeks. Like the weather's been fantastic. Obviously, our time is limited outside at the moment, but right now, that's kind of a good thing because it's very grey and it looks like it's about to pour down, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just looking out the window. Um, cool. So, um, yeah, welcome to the show, <laughs> Distracted by Weather, a typical British intro. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, you guys have got a new album out tomorrow. Um, I mean, as of recording this, it's out tomorrow. Um by the time this comes out, it will be out now. So everyone, go check it out. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I just, I mean, we'll just start off with the album side of things. I mean, it's called Guardians, um, and it's it like this. I've only heard the the three singles that you've released from it. Um, okay, but they sound absolutely massive. They sound brilliant. I really love Paramount. 
um, out of the sort of like if I had to pick one out of the three, uh, they're all good. But Paramount was my favourite. Um, I was just sort of curious as to sort of like, uh, well, just getting some more information about the album. What can people expect to hear when they're uh, when they start uh, downloading it or uh, uh, streaming it or whatever they do these days? Yeah, I think that people can he- will hear a super heavy album. Um, we started with Defender, which is one of the heavier songs on the album. We mm-hmm. went into uh, Bones to release that secondly, and that was that is a more like bigger idea, more melodic. Uh, and then we, the, the final single, which you had mentioned paramount, we released that to sh- kind of showcase that we're like, I think personally, I think that's the most ABR sounding song that we have, like classic ABR, just like a ton of riffs and technical and fast. Um, and it, those three songs kind of show the diversity that is on the album. There is more to it too. Yep. Um, but overall, it's just a honestly, it's just our our heaviest album to date. Cool. Uh, it's also our most collaborative effort to date. All of us collaborated so much more than we have in the past, and we're super proud of it. Excellent. No, I was going to ask about the writing process because obviously you guys have been around for a little while, and um, I really enjoyed your previous album, uh, Phantom Anthem, um, which I thought was was absolute great album. I'm also a, a, a rock. Um, uh, club dj as well so i've been playing okay. out some of your tracks there but um no i was just sort of curious like, as to the writing process of it because it, it does sound um there is a bit more uh like from the songs that i've heard there's a there's a just like a bit more diversity like i say it sounds massive it sounds there is slight obviously differences and stuff but having heard that you had that sort of like joint collaborative effort um that kind of makes sense i guess on that front yes yeah so in the past um i had only contributed like to one, two, or maybe three songs to an album. Like for Phantom Anthem, I, I wrote two songs, Lifeline and Carbon Copy. And um, for Guardians, uh, JB and I split half of the album, like right down the middle as far as like the music goes. Mm. Um, for the lyrics, that's that's Matt and Brent. Yeah. Um, and so right then and there, out of the gate, I mean, I'm writing double the amount of songs that I've written in the past. And it's awesome. I, I love writing music. I'm super happy to do it. And... Uh, thankful that I have this outlet to be able to do it because it's, you know, aside from playing music, it's, it's right there. It's like my favorite thing to do. So as far as the creative process went for this album, uh, it was the, it was the first album that we, um, split up the recording session. We recorded it in, uh, 2019, which was, uh, the 10 year anniversary for our record constellations. Mm. And so we had a lot of touring scheduled for that year so we figured the only way that we would be able to get in the studio and get an album done was if we would divide it over two sessions and so we went in the studio in april of 2019 jb and myself did and what we did was we only had eight songs written at the time um we went in there had a month recorded guitars and uh bass uh and just put like program drums to it that he and i had written uh, just so we could have eight songs to take out of the studio and, and listen to and, and have, you know, half of the session done just about. Yeah. So so we did that in April, and then we did a ton of touring over the summer. Um, that's where we had to do some more writing. Um, and that, that was what was really nice about um, splitting up this recording uh, process here was because you could take those eight songs that we had and we could listen to them and ask ourselves, what is the album missing? Whereas in the past, 
we'd go into the studio for every other album we've done before that. And all the songs were already written. So it's like the album is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so this time it was like, here's, here are the eight songs we have. What is it missing? Um, and Jake actually had mentioned like to JB, which JB then went to me and was like, we need heavier songs. So like <laughs> just about every song that came after that, uh, was like the heavy songs. The heavy songs were like most of the heavy songs, like the last ones to come in. And so after we did a 10 year anniversary tour of constellations, uh, in the U S in the summer, we went back into the studio in August and, uh, recorded the rest of the songs. And then we got drums done, vocals done, all the auxiliary instruments and stuff like that. So yeah, it was a very unique, um, process for us cool no that's amazing and you can hear it in the sound it's um like like i say just i mean i've only heard the three songs i will hear the whole album obviously tomorrow <laughs> um when it's out but um no no it's it's, it's they, it sounds amazing and I, I look forward to sort of like playing them out and stuff like that as well as i look forward to actually seeing you guys live because uh, that's one thing i have not yet done um but that is uh you're on my list so once once this whole pandemic thing passes and you're you guys are back on tour and you hit england i'll be there so um awesome yeah no that's it's, it's a, like i say it's like it's just a massive sound um I, like, I had it on my headphones initially um i usually listen to it in my car but i'm not in my car like not driving around at the moment um but it was actually just all encompassing then i put it through my studio monitors and it's still there it's just like it's huge um was anything changed on the production side of things um we went with the same guys that we always do uh Grant, uh, Grant McFarlane and Carson Slovak, mm. and we recorded it um, at Think Loud Studios in, in York, Pennsylvania. Um, and as far as like the production went, the only thing that um, really changed was that we recorded the drums in. So there's there's two studios in that room, Studio A and Studio B. Yeah. Studio A is is often uh, busy and booked, uh, and we don't get to go in there. But it's it's a much bigger room yeah and so off of the top of my head really the only thing that was different was that we took the drums into studio a and were able to record drums in that studio as opposed to b okay. um definitely makes a difference uh yeah. it's it's definitely a bigger studio i think the drums are like some of the best sounding drums we've had uh, but as far as like guitars and, and everything else like that goes it's we've been working with the same guys since um Sledden Hill, uh, the Christmas album we did, and every album after that we've done with them. So we love working with them. We have we know each other really well. We were friends before we started working together, um, and we just have this great working dynamic and, and relationship that it would be weird to to go somewhere else at this yeah. point. I, I feel. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I didn't know if you changed it or not, but it was just like it, there, there is a definite difference in sound, and it, it might just be the fact that the drums recorded in a in a different fashion or a different room. Uh, sometimes that's all it can take. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it could be that. It could also be, you know, like it's, it's at least for me as a musician, like I want to spend time getting better. And over time I definitely develop new ideas and stuff like that. So those guys are always learning new things and that's, that's like their job. So they, they could be learning new things to help take the stuff to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So, um, obviously with everything that's going on, what are your, if you guys got any like, um, plans like during this sort of like lockdown season, if you will, um, <laughs> uh, like on, on anything, I know you're doing a couple of listening parties and stuff like that online. Um, are you guys planning to do anything else? Yeah. We're just trying to interact with people online as much as we can since, you know, 
no one can really go anywhere or do anything. Mm. So uh, I've really uh, taken to filming myself playing um, a bunch of new songs on the new record and just stuff that people would ask me to play um, just to kind of interact more. Um, and we're, we had, we were on a tour that, that unfortunately um, when this whole thing went down, we had to postpone it and we're mm. still working on rescheduling that. So who knows when this whole thing's going to get done, but we're really hoping that we can get back on the road um, this summer to play shows again, but it's, this is just such a strange time in our lives. But yeah, just just trying to interact with people as much as we can online, doing those listening parties that you mentioned, and yeah. um, recording videos and 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 doing podcasts like this and, oh, and yeah. interviews and stuff. <laughs> yeah, just trying to talk about the album because we're supposed to be out there, you know, playing the album yes. right now, and we yep. just can't do it, so we have to talk about it. Yeah, no, that's all good. I'll, I'll play it. I've got, like I said, it's, this also combines my with my radio show as well. So I have one of those um, that goes out on a UK uh, rock station called Total Rock. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, it'll go out on that and I'll be playing tunes from the album as well. So um, awesome. we're going to get your music out there. Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> Thank you very much. I've kind of taken it upon myself with chatting to a lot of musicians like yourself to kind of like give, uh, give them an outlet of some kind during this time because it also gives me that time as well. So... Um, um, as much as much as I love my family and everything, like it, it like, and I want to spend all the time with them. There's, there's, we always need our little bit of times away, and this is my time away. So, <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, and That's it's true. It's all, it's all fun. I've been homeschooling all day, so I'm in kind of like teacher mode as well. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> Cool. So um, um, I've noticed a couple of things I was, when I was doing a little bit of research into um, uh, into this interview and stuff like that, because I knew a little bit about you guys just through music that I've I've got of yours um, and stuff like that. But I, I noticed you also um, you're delving into the sort of IPA market, if you will, um, and you've uh, released or you've got a beer that's named after you guys. I was just wondering how that came about. Yeah, so we've released a couple different beers. Um, okay. It got started with... Um, I brewed a beer in 2015 to commemorate um, uh, the release of our album Found in Faraway Places, and it was just home brewed. But I bottled it, put a label on it, and just kind of like showcased that. That was one. We're still on Fearless Records, and that was they were like really all about that. Can you do a beer for the new record? I was like, sure. So I did a beer with uh, getting hops from all around the world, found in faraway places, and brewed it with like Australian hops, British hops. United States hops, German hops, just put a bunch of hops in there. That was a cool idea for that one. Yeah. Um, and ever since then, they were, they kept mentioning like, we love doing beers. Let's, let's keep doing beers. And, um, my brother actually opened a brewery, uh, in Gaithersburg, Maryland. I live in Maryland. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's, they're called elder pine brewing and blending company. And we were in talks with them about doing some beers to commemorate, uh, 10 year anniversary for constellations. So we did two beers last year for that. Yeah. Um, we did an IP, a double IPA and we did a, a sour. Um, and then we did a, an IPA for our Christmas festival that we did in Lancaster. And then we have the new one that is going to come out, uh, tomorrow. It's called bones named after bones. And it's a, it's a farmhouse, um, ale with pineapple and pink guava. So I'm very excited to try that one. I haven't, I haven't even tried it yet. My brother sent me, uh, the picture of the artwork it looks really cool in the can um but yeah that's how i got started uh i just my brother is he owns a brewery and i want to push their products as much as i can too and yeah. it's just like a couple of us in the band are really into craft beer so 
we like supporting that community as well. Yeah, no, that's really cool because I'd like uh, the amount of like like bands I speak to, and I've been in bands before, and and sort of like when I always thought about merch side of things, and 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 sort of like when you take it down to the business aspect of marketing and what you can do. Um, not to cheapen that side of it but <laughs> it is important <laughs> yeah. um i was just curious because like beer is 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 kind of relative especially like um the sort of custom ipas and things like that it's a relatively new thing for a lot of people um and i was just curious how that came about because it's it's sort of one of those things where i know i've known bands that a brewery has gone okay let's slap your name on it and just use it as a sponsor but obviously you guys have a direct hand into or you know into making that as well yeah, I uh, I would talk with my brother and we'd go over like recipe ideas um, uh, for this farmhouse ale. I wanted to do something different. I know that's like his favorite style of beer. So I knew that if I threw out there, let's do a Saison farmhouse like and put some fruit in it, gets a little bit of color in there. I knew he would jump all over that because that's mm. his favorite beer to brew. And then as far as like the IPAs and stuff, we would just talk out what we'd want to do. And, and I trust his opinion. He's the professional brewer. I'm the home brewer. <laughs> but it's it's really cool to, to collaborate with my brother because um, he's really in the music as well. We grew up playing, uh, in bands, not together, but in separate bands, um, when we were teenagers. So it's really cool to collaborate with him on beer and, and music still. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it's in the family as well, which is great. So it's, uh, yeah, it's a great collaborative effort on that front. Um, do you know if yeah. it would be available, uh, worldwide or is it just us at the moment? So the constellations beers were available wor- worldwide. Um, I forget what the name of the bar was in, not in Birmingham. Uh, maybe it was in London. I can't remember. But it did make it to the UK. The Constellations okay. beers did. And it made it over to like Belgium, France, and Italy. Made it over to a bunch of places. And I don't know if that was like a one time deal or if we're going to plan on doing that again. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's happening for Bones because of what's going on right now. Plus, we're not over there touring anyways. That's yeah. why we did the Constellations beers. But I want to take that beer around the world or any beer that um, um, that we do with them around the world because it's fun. We were doing all kinds of, like, after parties uh, on that European tour that we did. So we'd go, like, drink beer with uh, the beer uh, – with our fans and it was a really cool like event that we could do after the show and and connect with our fans and share a beer that's awesome because i got a lot of friends who are into sort of the home brewing and the brewing aspect of things and trying like different custom ipas so i was just going to pass that on to them i'll see if they can find out the constellation one anywhere um on that front but yeah if you guys make it over with that then um yeah it does it does certainly sound interesting especially the flavors that you've got yeah. going on with that so cool um so i was just curious as well like um because you've been doing this for a little while, what are your sort of like biggest um, like wow moments so far? So like, like whenever you thought sort of like have sat back and thought, wow, I've just I've just done this. I never thought I would. Yeah, I think um, any of those huge festivals that we do, like uh, especially my first time doing them. Like I remember the first time we played Download, we weren't even on like the main stage, and it was just like. Okay, well, here we are in the UK across the other side of the world playing like this, you know? First time to any country. We did like a tour where we went to the Pacific Rim and we played, um, I forget where that festival was, it was, but it was insane. I couldn't see the end of the crowd. And I'm like, no one here knows who we are, but this is cool. And they're being very <laughs> respectful and they're into it. This is cool, but I doubt anybody knows us here. So it's really just like to think back as a kid, like all I ever wanted to do was play shows 
and and tour. You know, I was I was in middle school, like daydreaming about just going out on tour and 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 playing music for a living. And it's so cool to be able to do that. So the wow factors are just like, wow, I can't believe I actually got to live out my dream to me, honestly. That's amazing. That is amazing. I, especially when you sort of like, you concentrate on the sort of like heaviest sounding music, because it's, it's a very slim chance. A lot of like, you can actually make a living out of it, you know, and um, it's, it's, it's amazing when you do get to that point, like yourself, you've just kind of like, you can sit back and like, go like at those festivals and just sort of realize you're playing to hundreds of thousands of people. And it's yeah, absolutely. It's, it's absolutely crazy, but no, that's really cool. Um, so I've got uh, a, a couple of questions left for you that I can let you sort of get on sure. with the rest of your day, if that's all right. Um, so I've got one here. It's uh, it's, it's something like these are my generic questions, if you will. Um, <laughs> I ask all the sort of like artists and stuff that I uh, I interview these ones, so just sort of uh, sort of a self discovery for myself, but also just to sort of get people into stuff you used to listen to. But um, what are your three top albums that have influenced the sort of musician stroke sort of person that you've become today? Wow, that's a very good question. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so honestly, I would have to say some sort of pop punk album. I'm probably going to say, um, like I don't listen to it as much anymore. I still love blink One Eighty Two, but that was like, they were the band that got me into music. And so had I not discovered them, who know if I would have ever kickstarted my love for playing music because mm. I got into, I want to say, I know it was after it came out. It was right around, um, enema of the state when that came out. So yeah. just before that is when I started getting into them. I think I heard, um, some songs off dude ranch and i liked it and then enemy of the state came out and i was like yep this is awesome i love this and then i remember the release of their record take off her pants and jacket <laughs> so that record i was in middle school and that record came out it was 2001 i believe and i remember it. it was the last day of school it was i mean i was just really looking forward to it and so uh i wouldn't say that's my favorite blink album i think my favorite blink album is self-titled yeah but i will say this if you're asking like the uh, top three most influential albums to get me to where I am today. Take off your pants and jacket would be one of those albums. Cool. I like self-titled more, but that really, at that time, that's where I was like full throttle. I want to play music for a living. Um, and then kind of working my way um, over into like the heavy genre because I did start with pop punk like when I do a newfound glory starting line, you know, all the drive through records bands yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Um, thrice. Wow. Uh, thrice was the first band that I got into that screamed because my brother, he likes slipknot. He's two years younger than me. And for some reason he liked the heavier stuff. He was really in the slipknot. And, uh, I was just like, dude, I, I don't get, I don't get the vocals. I like slipknot now. But I was like, I just don't get it. Like, why is he screaming? And then I heard thrice a song called To Awake and Avenge the Dead, which is on uh, The Illusion of Safety. And, uh, oh, man, I just, I absolutely loved it. So I'd have to say either The Illusion of Safety or Artists in the Ambulance. Again, not my favorite thrice records, Mm -hmm. but influentially, like, making me who I am today, one of those records definitely helped push me into the heavier uh, direction. Cool. Um, and then finally, or lastly, um, it's a very good question. <laughs> um, I'll say, um, Alaska from between the barrier to me. 
there's there's a full on metal. So there was the progression. I went from pop punk, you know, getting a little bit heavier with thrice, and then going all the way to progressive metal with Between the Barrier to Me. Nice. Um, I got into them during Silent Circus. That was an awesome album. I love it. Um, and then Alaska came out, and it was just like, yep, this is. They, they had a big influence on my my songwriting and wanting to make me become a better musician because those guys shred. Yeah. Those, I mean, that, that's three fantastic albums right there, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, thank you for that question. That's a, that's a really good question because a lot of people just ask, like, what is your, what is your top five favorite albums? Yeah. Not what are your top three most influential albums to make you who you are today? That's, that's just a great, it's a brilliant uh, question there. I haven't heard that one before, so cheers. No, no worries, man. Thank you for that. It's, uh, it's, it's sort of one of the questions that uh, it, always, it makes people think, which is good, and it's not, uh, it's not overly generic. <laughs> which is... Yeah, absolutely. No, that thrice, the Thrice albums are really good. I had um, like uh, Riley on my show, the drummer for a couple of years ago now and it was an absolutely amazing interview with him um and and i was a massive fan of fries so like having him on the show as well but um it was talking about one of their newer albums um oh i forget the name of it right now the top of my head but um no no throw i mean throw some like massive like for me um and between the buried and me i only recently discovered them within the last sort of like year or two and again amazing band um, oh amazing yeah no that's so good yeah it's 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 yeah that's so good um so finally uh last question um what are, you've already mentioned one thing i think already with the brewing of beer um but what are your uh hobbies away from music what do you kind of uh what do you kind of do to either escape or just unwind um away from from playing oh great question uh, my absolute favorite thing to do in the world besides play music and write music is to go backpacking hiking and climb some mountains um my uh, friend Josh, our tour manager, actually, Josh, and our, our merch guy, Kip, had always gone on backpacking trips to New York and West Virginia and, and going camping. And it's something that I was, like, interested in getting into. And um, it was probably, like, 2016, I think I took my first trip with them. Mm. Um, kind of, like, showed me the ropes to get me into it and see if I liked it. And I'll tell you what, man, I, I fell in love with it from, from day and night one. It was... It was something that to this day is just like it, it, you think that, oh, you're just going on a camping trip. No, it's so much more than that. It's it's getting off the grid. It's not having your phone, not having a care in the world, spending time with your friends, walking through nature and just really getting a good mental reset. It's it's one of my favorite things to do. I would do it all the time if I lived in an area where I could just like put my things down and go for a hike to clear my head because yeah. it really does just give me this mental reset and uh, just put a smile on my face and release those endorphins going on hikes and seeing those beautiful vistas. It's just like, it's given me so much more than, than I thought it ever could have. So that's my absolute favorite thing in the world to do besides cool. tour and play music. Oh, excellent. I mean, you've got plenty of places in the States to kind of do that as well. Like some incredible, incredible national parks and um, just, just like, just, landscapes i mean I, I i was fortunate enough to live in the states for a little while um not one of the sort of like most picturesque areas but um like some of the sort of like places that i managed to visit were amazing um i was i was based down in florida so you know, okay yeah got, you got a lot of flat land and a lot of swamps um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah i like the mountains but yeah yeah that's, there's nothing wrong with florida <laughs> no but um last year i i, I had a family trip to uh scotland and um 
like as as part of the UK goes, it's one of the most like beautiful places to actually go. And I ended up yeah. like, literally just like there was no reception on my phone, so I didn't have that. It was just like walking around this like this this it was a town, and there was like hills and like just it, you're right. It's a great mental reset. It, it just sort of because you are you're not constantly staring you know you're not constantly waiting for your phone to buzz or, or whatever you do with that and 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 it just sort of it, like just being up and away from everyone yeah or, you know yeah i had my family with me as well and they enjoyed going out exploring and stuff like that so it was just um yeah no i totally align with you on that it's, it's one of those things and I, I one day once i get my sort of like uh i need to get my fitness up a little bit but um <laughs> i, I want to do like a full proper like um like like trek in in the sort of like across like some of the england scapes that we've got here like um a couple of the mountains and again through scotland and wales and things like that so yeah it'd be really cool it's a good reset for sure and it's just great exercise too well there's that too you see so i, but I just want to build up because i had a problem when like when we went last time my fitness levels are really bad and i didn't realize <laughs> how bad they are uh until i tried to walk up quite a sort of like a steep incline and um it it really took it out of me and ended up pulling muscles and all that kind of silly stuff so um but no, no. Next time I'll be fully prepared. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> do, do a little bit of work beforehand this time. Um, but yeah, no, I love that sort of side of things. So that's that's really cool. Um, Dustin, that's it. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, for everything you've. Thank uh, you very much for having me. The time you've had with me as well. Thank you. Um, good luck with your album. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing the whole thing tomorrow. Um, and uh, yeah, I hope to see you guys in the UK once this whole thing blows over. Yeah, me too. I can't wait to get back there. We had some awesome shows last time we were there, and we're just excited to come back whenever that may be. Yeah, cool. So, well, yeah. Dustin, thank you very much again, mate. Have a good rest of your day, and um, yeah, good luck with everything. Thank you. You too. Cool. Thank you, mate. Bye bye. Yep. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>